0: Good Morning. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. This is Brenda Shoshana here again with another episode of Zen Wisdom for Your Everyday Life. <clears throat> Good morning. It's lovely to be here on such an intense week, holiday week. Oh, my goodness, holidays, celebrations everywhere all around us now. And it's a time of <clears throat> light, love, gifts. Warmth, reminders, reminders, we're being reminded as the year comes to an end, excuse me, <clears throat> as the days grow shorter, gets darker a little earlier, and earlier it seems so anyway, and it seems as if everything is coming to a close just before the burst of a new year, a time of fading. It's so interesting to, Moments of growth, moments of fading, moments of stopping, and then moments of new beginning again, the cycle of our lives. And so here we are at the very end, almost the end of the, new, the year, and with it comes a burst of celebration of songs, of gifts, of light, 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 every day more light. And so the title for our podcast for today is A Very Basic primal saying of the Buddha himself, which is, you are the light. You are the light. That's what you are. (laughs) You are the light. It sounds very simple. Sounds very okay. So what does that mean? What does that imply? But it's not something to just gloss right over. You are the light. You know, we hear things, we listen to a phrase, we might enjoy it very much. Mm, Interesting phrase. We might enjoy it, and um, and we then go, we go on and do the next thing. But when we take it in really deeply, deeply, and realize it, Zen is about realizing realization, which means oh, that's it. Getting it on a deeper and deeper and deeper level, which means, oh, I got it. I see it. I am it. It's not only understanding it logically or mentally, although that is a very lovely first step. We're not throwing away our mind, but we're putting it in its right proper perspective. I think that's a better way to think of Zen practice. Some people say, well, it's throwing away all these negative thoughts and our whirling, whirling mind. No, we couldn't really live without our, certain aspects of our mind, but our mind somehow has gone awry, taken over, just taken over. We give it prime, primary importance. Everything our mind says or does or doesn't say, everything it urges, all the little whispers, all the little fears that it constantly churns up, constantly, we listen to that. You know, Zen practice is about listening, not listening to that, not letting that rule the day. We're actually listening to something else. We may not recognize it when we're sitting on the cushion, but we're actually tuned in to something different than the whirling, endless, churning mind, which has basically very little that's positive to say. Threats, rumors, wars, negativity. It's there. We recognize it. We don't pretend it's not there, but we don't give it primary position in our life. We're tuned in to many, 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 many other aspects of life. So in Roshi used to say "Multi-dimensional, universal life. This world, this world, this experience is multidimensional. Many, many dimensions. Many, many aspects to it. And the more we are connected to all the aspects, the more we are the light. You are the light. You know... Of course, on the holidays, we want more light in the world. It's, it's the end of the year, it's, it's dark, it's cold. So we do everything to create a lot of light. Decorations, beautiful trees, beautiful gifts, beautiful plants, beautiful candles. On the Hanukkah candles, shining brighter and brighter every day. Many, many ways to celebrate light or to remind ourselves of the victory of the light or our need for light. So Zen practice comes to say to us, wait a minute, just stop for a moment. All of this is great, the gifts and the fun and the celebration, but let's focus on the essence of all of the holidays, which is bringing in the light and the love to the universe, which means to everybody, to the universe. Just filtering the consciousness full of goodness, of light, so we say, well, how do we do that? That's always what we say, how. Give me a technique. Give me a way. What is the way? You know, when we go over these wonderful, delicious Zen koans the monk, in the mandos, the questioning back and forth, they're always asking, what's the way? How do I do this? Why did Bodhidharma come from the west to the east? Why, how, what? But the basic proclamation of the Buddha stops all that. And he says, you are the light, that's who you are, that's what you are, that is the ocean you swim in, how do we get to it? How do you get to what you basically are? Is that a viable way of thinking of it? So that's very, very interesting because we will do everything possible to become the light, but we already are the light. Now, I don't want to repeat myself over and over, and maybe this sounds confusing. Maybe a wonderful story, a wonderful Zen story will help with this. There is a story of a woman called Enyadatta, and she became actually very frantic because she thought she couldn't find her head. She thought she lost her head. You know, sometimes you might be wearing your glasses, and you think, oh my goodness, did I lose my glasses? Where are they? So she thought she lost her head. Which means she lost her way, her direction, her guidance. I mean, that's a symbol for what she felt she was, she lost her head. And she was frantic, frantic, searching and searching for her head everywhere, everywhere. Running here and there, searching frantically. Feeling more and more, oh, I don't have a head, I don't know where to go, I don't know how to make a choice, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. She's searching for her head. And then one d- after much searching, because she did have to search everywhere, down the hallway in her apartment, the next apartment, the next town, she searched everywhere for her head, for her direction, for the route of her life, for her guidance. And then one day when they came to see her, she was actually glowing thrilled, excited, couldn't be more happy. What happened, Denyadada? Why are you so happy? I found my head. She was screaming with joy, ecstatic. I found it. I found it. Really, where did you find it? Wow, it was right on my shoulders all the time. It was right here all the time. It was, I never lost it to begin with. I never lost my head. I never lost God. I never lost the divine. I never lost the light. You know, in, in our lives, especially now around the holiday season, there's, we will, we'll will remember. We remember those who were here years before or last year or the year before with us and who were gone. can be a very painful time of remembering and missing and comparing one holiday season to another. Oh, I lost my friend. I lost my... My mom, I lost my husband. We hear that again and again. And so along with the celebration, being with others, there's a grieving, a mourning going on. That's very natural. It's normal. Nothing wrong. So that's the other part of practice, is to really acknowledge what is, to honor it, to say, yes, that's what I'm experiencing here now, right at this moment. And at the same time, I never lost the light. I never lost my head. I never lost, maybe even on the deepest, deepest level, I never lost this person. Not really. We, When we look into the world of appearances, things come, things go. The holidays come, the holidays will go. The days become colder and shorter, then they become longer and more, more, much brighter. Spring comes. Appearances, the world of appearances is called also the city of illusions. They come and they go, inevitably. And we respond appropriately to whatever season is here. And we learn from it and we taste it. And yet you are the light. And Dada's head is on her shoulders right now so that's also saying everything, all the light that we hunger for, all the love that we think we're missing or we may feel we're missing no, no, no it's right where you are this very moment whether or not someone you loved is gone or not whether the days are darker or not that love, that light that strength That beauty is who you really are. (laughs) Wow. Of course, that moment when we realize that, when we taste it, even a little, even a little bit, is wow. Oh, like Enya Dada, some of us go mad with happiness, ecstatic. Oh, my God. My head was never lost. And she'll race all around the room. I'm whole. I'm complete. I have everything I need. I am the light. I am guidance. I am clarity. I have my head on my shoulders." So we can respond like that, like, oh, wow, like and your daughter, thrilled, thrilled. Or well, we could just become quiet. Some people could become, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. That person isn't really gone. I am the light, they are me, they are with me, I am with them, I am them. Somehow there's a sense of the oneness of my light, their light, a joining, a deep, deep joining together of everything in the world that and that's such a beautiful moment. As we do that, as we experience that, we are actually leaving (laughs) the house of illusions. And I don't mean that there's anything wrong with illusions because certainly not. That's what our life is and it's fun sometimes and sometimes not so much fun. But it could be beautiful. You know, we'll go into a room, it's all decorated. The lights, the food, the candles, it's beautiful. And we can enjoy it thoroughly. And then we can also enjoy the next moment thoroughly where we may not have all those decorations or the scene might look quite different do to change, change, change. Joko Beck, a very great teacher, said, dwelling as change brings peace. When you realize that you are the light, that your head is with you on your shoulders, that you're not lost or wandering in a darkened world but that you are the light you can dwell as change because you recognize that that which is constant that which will never leave you that which is brilliant and illuminating is with you all the time no matter what scenes you go into or out of a beautiful holiday scene or maybe a hospital scene next Who knows? So many different experiences we have, sometimes one after another. You know, many, many people, I just want to say this, I know we're getting close to the end. Many people say, I've had so much trauma and I have to heal from my trauma. And I certainly, certainly understand that. That's very, very normal. Comment and a normal wish and a need. But and this is a big but, when you dwell as change itself, when you truly embody the light that you are, not only be it, but share it, know it, the changing scenes of our lives, the changing, you could say, the changes in the city of illusions are not so traumatic. And we may not need to take forever then to heal from them either. We just recognize them, a moment, a scene, an experience for what it is. We shine the light on it. We shine our love on it. We connect with the head, our head that's on our shoulders, and we encounter it, the scene of our life, this changing scenes, in a very different way not going to say that they may not be painful or possibly even traumatic, of course. Life is rare, can be very rough. But once we embody the light and know we are the light and shine the light, that trauma or the sense of horror or the sense of sinking pain truly, truly alters. And that is the power and the great beauty of that quote and that statement. And that is why it's so important, really important, to get a taste of this light right for ourselves in whatever way you do. I mean, not just to hear the phrase, but to actually be it, know it, and to, and to share it. Because the best way to know something is to live it and to share it with others. So here comes the holidays. Happy, happy, happy holiday to all of you, whatever you're celebrating. And even if you're just celebrating good morning, here it is, it's morning and the sun is shining. Thank you, thank you. That's also a big celebration. I wish all of you really, really, my wish for everyone is to be in touch with their light and to shine it and enjoy it and to offer it to others as well. Our website for this podcast is www.zenwisdomtoday.com and there are many, many other other podcasts from this podcast listed on it available for you to hear and to enjoy. And I thank you so much for listening. If you want to contact me, as many do, and I enjoy so much corresponding with you, contact me if you have questions or comments or anything at all at... Top Speaker, T O P Speaker at yahoo.com. And until next week, have a beautiful, beautiful holiday time. Bye bye.